Good morning, Orlando. Good Monday morning to you. Welcome to the 50,000-watt front porch. Welcome to the month of October as we give you our very first look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Deborah Roberts, and I can't believe it's the 1st of October because it still feels like the 1st of July. Doesn't our, it ever. Our top stories this morning, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser hasn't been contacted by the FBI, and the governor of Puerto Rico hits the campaign trail in Florida. We'll have the details coming up in one minute. We're all over the Kavanaugh drama, and we'll be talking about it with you on and off all morning, so stay with us here on Good Morning Orlando. Good Monday morning. It's 6.02 on News Radio 93.1. The FBI hasn't contacted the woman accusing Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault. Lawyers for Dr. Christine Blasey Ford have reached out to the FBI but haven't heard from investigators. President Trump ordered the agency to reopen the background investigation into Kavanaugh after Thursday's hearing in which both Ford and Kavanaugh testified. Ford says Kavanaugh pinned her down and tried to rip off her clothes during a party in high school. Kavanaugh has emphatically denied the claims. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. President weighed in on this over the weekend. We'll hear that. And we'll hear the moment in the elevator that may have changed everything. It's coming up. Meanwhile, Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says the White House is not micromanaging that FBI investigation into Brett Kavanaugh. On Fox News Sunday, Sanders said the Senate is dictating the terms of the investigation and the White House is out of the way completely. She said the FBI isn't going to come to a conclusion. They're simply going to provide information and the Senate is still going to have to make a decision to either vote for Kavanaugh or not. In other news, hard to believe the Las Vegas Strip is going dark today on the one-year anniversary of the worst mass shooting that left 58 people dead at a country music festival. Last year, gunman Stephen Paddock opened fire on a crowd of concertgoers at the Route 91 Harvest Festival, injuring over 400 people. Paddock was holed up in a room on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. After firing over 1,000 rounds of ammunition, police found Paddock dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The FBI is still trying to determine a motive behind the massacre, but recently uh, officials have said, you know what, this case is closed. We are never going to know why this man opened fire. Isn't that incredible to think the worst mass massacre in American history, and we don't have an answer? Not at all. It's very unsettling beyond the tragedy itself. It exactly. really is. It really is because this person had friends, girlfriends, family, and nobody could point to anything. Yeah. The uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, this is a mystery, continues to feel the effects of a deadly car explosion that killed at least three people over the weekend. Do you see any of the photos of this, bug? Oh, yeah. Well, a shelter has been set up for anyone who's been uh, displaced by the destruction. Authorities say among those killed is the person believed responsible for the blast Saturday night. The explosion took place close to a busy street, and more details are expected to be announced today. This explosion literally decimated. You can't even tell what kind of a vehicle it was. And they can't say if the three people that were killed, or at least two of them, were simply walking by the vehicle as it exploded. When you look at it, it looks like movie special effects. This is absolutely the real deal and the mystery. And scary. The governor of Puerto Rico is scheduled to appear with both of the Democratic candidates for statewide office in Florida today. Ricardo Rosello will attend an event with Senator Bill Nelson this morning in Orlando. This afternoon, he'll join the Democratic nominee for governor, Andrew Gillum, in Kissimmee. Both the Nelson and Gillum campaigns are promising major announcements, but are not specifically saying whether Rosello will endorse the candidates. 
Overseas, scientists say they're surprised by the power of the tsunami that has devastated the Indonesian island of Sulawesi. Researchers from Humboldt State University in California say they expected a tsunami following the 7.5 magnitude quake about 50 miles from the city of Palu. However, they didn't expect the tsunami to be as big as it was. Waves as high as 18 feet reached the shore, destroying infrastructure, killing hundreds of people. So far, over 800 deaths have been reported, but they're expecting that death toll to climb dramatically as they continue to climb through the rubble. Tsunami experts say the high death toll is likely attributed to Indonesia's lack of tsunami detection and warning. Dramatic rescue efforts are still underway as people are still being pulled from the rubble. Just before we came on here, I heard one network reporting they're now at 1,200 and counting because people are all wow. buried in the rubble. And, yeah. and also, all of these ocean buoys with the sensors to give some kind of warning, apparently those in that area have not functioned for six years. Someone has some explaining to do there. Especially when uh, Indonesia was decimated with the Indian Ocean tsunami of, I believe it was 2004. That was where a quarter million people died on the day after Christmas in the last decade. Yeah. Yeah. How they could not make sure those buoys are working. Here's some more dramatic and quite shocking uh, weather news, bud. The southwest United States is expected to get soaked for the next few days from the remnants of Rosa. It's now a tropical storm off the coast of Baja, California. As the storm moves inland over the next two days, it's going to bring heavy rains to parts of Arizona, California, Nevada, and Utah. Desert areas don't normally have to worry about tropical weather. Parts of Arizona, though, could get two to six inches of rain, and that amount could, of course, bring life-threatening flash flooding because the deserts don't soak it up as quickly. Not like our sand. No, No. not at all. Uh, WFLA News Time at 6.07, and you can check out Matt Damon playing an angry Brett Kavanaugh on the SNL season premiere online at WFLAOrlando.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henninger, Deborah Roberts, and Michael Yaffe. Yeah, the president complained about that. He tweeted and he said Saturday Night Live has become a 90-minute advertisement for the Democrat Party, you know. So, I mean, things are really ugly, things are really nasty, and we're going to try to sort out exactly where we are as the FBI begins what's supposed to be a one-week further investigation of, um, of the background of Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. I don't have a good feeling about how this is going to play out. We'll get into it and see what you think along the way. Yaffe at the controls. Steph will be taking your calls at 407-916-5400. Toll free now, 866-916-5400. Text line 23680. Standard message and data rates apply there. So let us dive right in, though, with our Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest. Are you ready to win $1,000? Here's your shot. Listen for the key word of the hour coming now. Text the key word to 200-200. We wish you good luck. With that, we kick off Good Morning Orlando on a Monday for the Frontgate Realty Studio from your cell, pound 250, keyword real estate. Coming your way, an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. It may surprise some of you to know that the United States Constitution does not specify how many justices there are to be on the United States Supreme Court, and that number has varied. Through our history, we are used to nine, but it hasn't always been that way. The um, 
situation here. We're going to get into exactly why everything changed after we left here on Friday morning as the Senate Judiciary Committee was about to vote on reporting out the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to the full Senate for consideration and a final vote. And all of a sudden, you had Arizona Senate, uh, Senator Republican Jeff Flake, um, and he flaked, as some have said, and said, I will, you know, I want to vote for Kavanaugh. I'm a yes vote, but I am not going to cast a yes vote until, until we have a further investigation of these allegations against him. Christine Ford and Ramirez, who knows where else this might be headed. Republicans simply did not have the votes to say to Mr. Flake, I don't care what you're going to do, we're moving ahead. They just didn't have the votes in the, in the full Senate. So they were held hostage to this, and this is where we are. Now the FBI, uh, by direction of the president, has up to a week to complete its uh, seventh background probe of Brett Kavanaugh over his career. These into sex- this one into sexual misconduct um, accusations made against him by Christine Blasey Ford, and then there are others as well. At least four people have been targeted. It is reported now by the Washington Examiner for the FBI to to interview, to talk with. Three of them are tied to Ford's claim that Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her back when they were in high school at that drunken party. That would be his old buddy Mark Judge, um, her friend Leland Kaiser, and Patrick Smith, all supposedly at the party when the attack occurred, but they have already said, we don't have any recollection of this thing that Christine Ford talks about, this party. Fourth person of interest, uh, Deborah Ramirez, it is reported. The FBI is going to be talking with her. Uh, She, of course, claims that a young Brett Kavanaugh exposed himself to her during a drunken party when he was a freshman at Yale University. Kavanaugh has denied all of the claims. On the campaign trail in pro-Trump West Virginia, here was the president on all of this and ripping into the Democrats. I am thrilled to be back in this incredible state with thousands of hardworking American patriots. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The vote for Judge Kavanaugh is also a vote to reject the ruthless and outrageous tactics of the Democrat Party. I will tell you, he has suffered the the meanness, the anger. See this horrible, horrible, radical group of Democrats. You see it happening right now. And they're determined to take back power by using any means necessary. We're not going to give it to them. We're going to keep it running the way it's been running. While seen at the Trump rally in West Virginia, now here there is Trump on the FBI investigation why he says it may work out for the best. I have my doubts. Actually, this could be a blessing in disguise because having the FBI go out, do a thorough investigation, whether it's three days or seven days, I think it's going to be less than a week. But having them do a thorough investigation, I actually think will be a blessing in disguise. It'll be a good thing. Yeah, the problem is they'll never be satisfied, the Democrats. They'll come up with something off what the FBI finds and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, we can't move ahead. We need to investigate that and talk to those people. And that will be repeated in perpetuity. The idea here is not only to destroy this candidate, 
this this uh, this Supreme Court pick and not have a conservative on the high court, no matter what you have to do, who you have to destroy, and how you have to do it, and justifies the means with the left, right? And 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 the and the idea also, of course, is to run it out beyond the midterm elections, hoping that the Senate falls into Democrat hands, and then there's no way Trump will ever be able to get a conservative confirmed to the high court. It's all about Roe v. Wade. It's all about gun control and the big issues dividing this country. That's what this is all about. Jeff Flake, something happened to him, and you're going to hear what it was that caused him to throw a monkey wrench into the works and say, I want to vote for Kavanaugh, plan to, but we need a further investigation before I am willing to. So you'll hear that, and I'll hear from you on all of this. 407-916-5400, toll-free, 866-916-5400, text line 23680. Uh, So the Senate Judiciary Committee has um, voted out the Kavanaugh nomination 11 to 10, subject, though, to the findings of an FBI investigation, which is delaying the final vote. All of this could be wrapped up, we now believe, by Friday, but who knows? So many twists and turns. Uh, Arizona Senator Jeff Flake, uh, he was ready to vote for Kavanaugh, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Turned out that he got cornered by two left-wing activists, more on them in a moment, in this um, in this senator's only elevator, and CNN had a camera that was rolling. Flake was cornered in there and browbeaten and badgered by these left-wing activists, of course, for whom the end totally justifies the means, destroying this nominee, destroying anything Trump wants that might be good for the country in the view of many of us. And all of a sudden, Flake comes back into the committee room and he puts the conditions on his general Senate yes vote for Kavanaugh. And here is how it went down. What you are doing is allowing someone who actually violated a woman to sit in the Supreme Court. What are you doing, sir? I was sexually assaulted and nobody believed me. I didn't tell anyone, and you're telling all women that they don't matter, that they should just stay quiet because if they tell you what happened to them, you're going to ignore them. That's what happened to me, and that's what you're telling all women in America, that they don't matter. They should just keep it to themselves because if they have told the truth, you're just going to help that man to power anyway. That's what you're telling all of these women. That's what you're telling me right now. Look at me when I'm talking to you. You're telling me that my assault doesn't matter. That what happened to me doesn't matter. And that you're going to let people who do these things into power. That's what you're telling me when you vote for him. Don't look away from me. Look at me and tell me that it doesn't matter what happened to me. That you let people like that go into the highest court of the land and tell everyone what they can do to their bodies. Okay, all about Roe v. Wade, you see there at the end. Now, last night on 60 Minutes, Flake said, no, that didn't, that did nothing to do with him putting the conditions on the, on a yes vote in the, in the, in the Senate for Kavanaugh, but I don't buy that for a minute. Who are these chicks? Anna Maria Achilla and Maggie Gallant Gallagher, okay? Both with the Center for Popular Democracy, an extreme left-wing group, okay? That is heavily funded by George Soros Open Societies Foundation. Um, and, and Archilla comes out of Acorn, which was 
you know, which was which was just outrageous and and discredited and disbanded. But new groups like the um, Working Families Party that she's now a part of uh, have risen since then, and they are part of this. Th- th- that's who they are. Okay, and uh, and Flake folded. Chuck, you're up in Minnesota reacting to all that has happened over the weekend. Good morning, Chuck. GMO, BHL. Yeah, you too. I, that's a, I'm embarrassed by what that all went out. Except, had you thought this one Democratic senator ask Kavanaugh a Latin term, if you lie about one thing, you lie about anything. And the, the prosecutor asked her about flying. She said, "You flew here. You flew there. You flew." And yeah, but but, but you couldn't but you couldn't fly anywhere to be interviewed. Yeah, I remember right. that. Yeah, lot, lots of lots of lies and, and lots of lots of holes in Christine Ford's story. No doubt about it. Man, I'm getting crowded by the clock. Deb's got news coming at the bottom of the hour. We got the business report. But Bill, Olin, Ralph, I want you to be heard. We're going to take calls into the next talk segment here. So don't quit on me and join the conversation right now. And the text line, of course, Yaffe will tell us what we are seeing there. We're on the 50,000-watt front porch. My co-host, Deborah Roberts, updating with more now on the latest on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and this FBI probe and Senator Dorothy Hulkill ends her campaign. Stay tuned. Good morning from us all at 6.30. Deborah Roberts updating our news here at the bottom of the hour. All things related to the Kavanaugh nomination dominating our news this morning. Yeah, where the Arizona prosecutor who questioned Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh's accuser at a Senate hearing last week says no reasonable prosecutor would pursue the case. Maricopa County Prosecutor Rachel Mitchell wrote in a memo to Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee that Christine Blasey Ford did not present a consistent account of the allegations against the Supreme Court nominee. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The two candidates in Florida's U.S. Senate race are about to meet face-to-face for the first time. Democratic incumbent Bill Nelson and Republican Governor Rick Scott are scheduled to debate at the studios of Telemundo's Miami TV station tomorrow morning. It'll be recorded and broadcast at 7 p.m. on Telemundo stations in the Miami-Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Fort Myers, Tampa and West Palm Beach markets, and across the station's digital and mobile platforms. The Real Clear Politics average of recent polls gives Nelson a slight advantage over Scott. A Florida state senator, meanwhile, who missed the entire legislative session last year while she was being treated for cervical cancer, is sick again, and she's dropping out of the campaign. Senator Dorothy Huckel of Port Orange has been running for re-election in District 14, which includes parts of Volusia and Brevard counties. But she dropped off the grid more than a month ago without explanation. It wasn't until the Daytona Beach News Journal ran a story about her prolonged absence from the campaign trail that Huckel issued a statement saying she will no longer be seeking re-election because she is once again facing serious health issues. Rick Flagg, Tallahassee. And finally, old social media posts are coming back to haunt a member of Andrew Gillum's campaign. Manny Orozco Ballestas was fired recently as youth outreach coordinator for the Democratic nominee for governor. The move came after someone this weekend posted screenshots of messages he posted dating back to six years ago. Some of the tweets referenced executing President Trump, and a campaign spokesman says the tweets also included language they found unacceptable. You can get these stories and more at WFLAOrlando.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now with Gina Cervetti and the Bloomberg Business Report. 
Callers, make yourself comfortable on the 50,000-watt front porch. I will be taking calls in the next segment here on all things Kavanaugh, FBI probe, Trump, etc. And uh, I definitely want to hear from you. I have one line open if you want to join the conversation and hang in there. 407-916-5400. Now to Gina Cervetti in the Bloomberg Newsroom in New York City. And a good Monday morning to you, Gina. Good Monday morning to you. Wow, looks like Trump's come up with something to replace his hated NAFTA. That's... uh, I have to believe, is being felt in the markets. What can you tell us this morning? Yeah, the futures are signaling a big bounce higher at the open on Wall Street as we kick off the new quarter. And after the U.S. and Canada reached a deal to update the North American Free Trade Agreement at the last minute, the two countries will now join Mexico in updating that 1994 accord, which is being renamed the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. American farmers get improved access to Canada's dairy market, intellectual property provisions are strengthened, and rules of origin for car production are tighter, just some of the things in that new deal. So right now we have the Dow futures up 204 points. And as investors look back at the quarter just passed, it was a good one. In fact, the S&P 500 had its best quarter since 2013, rising 7%. The Bloomberg Orlando index was up about 2.4% for the quarter. Some decent gains. Yes, I should say so. And a busy week for economic reports. What can you tell us? Well, we kick it off today, but with the monthly data on manufacturing and auto sales. This week, we also get reports on the services part of the economy, durable goods orders. And Friday, the September jobs report is bound to get a lot of attention. Some companies report their earnings this week, including Pepsi, Pier One, and Costco. And I heard over the weekend that uh, Tesla CEO uh, Elon Musk is stepping down as chairman. Mm-hmm. Now, how are investors reacting to all that's going on with Tesla and Musk? Well, this morning, they seem to like this news. Shares of Tesla are up 16% in pre-market trading. Elon Musk settled with the Securities and Exchange Commission, agreeing to give up the role of chairman and paying a $20 million penalty to settle fraud charges that were brought over his claims about taking the company private. He can stay as CEO and he can remain on the board, but he has to step down as chairman within 45 days can't be reelected to that role for three years. Tesla, the company, is also paying a $20 million fine. And now, bud, investors want to see if Tesla met its production goals by the end of the third quarter, Sunday at midnight. An initial verdict of a win or a failure could land as early as today in the form of Tesla's latest production and deliveries release. Tesla has a lot going on. I guess so, and you and your team at Bloomberg will be watching it closely for us. And before you go, you know, Trump's got the economy booming right now, but history tells us these things are cyclical, and apparently economists are already weighing in on when they think the next recession will develop. What can you tell us there? Two-thirds of the nation's business economists expect a recession to begin by the end of 2020. A plurality of respondents say trade policy is the greatest risk to expansion right now. This poll comes from the National Association for Business Economics. But trade fears aside, economists are slightly more optimistic about the economy this year. The median forecast for GDP growth rose to 2.9 percent from 2.8, and that pace was projected just in June. So things look pretty good for uh, for the time being anyway. You bet. Thank you so much, Gina Savetti. Every morning at 6.35, and good morning, Orlando. We look forward, as I know you do, to the Bloomberg Business Report live from the Big Apple. Catch you tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful day, Gina.
Thanks, bud. You too. You bet. And we plow ahead here. I'm taking your calls. Um, enough about me and my take on all the drama that's gone down surrounding the Kavanaugh nomination over the weekend. The FBI probe that's supposed to wrap up along about Friday. Um, you know, I, I have to tell you, I don't think that's going to be the end of it. And I think the strategy is that there is never any end to it until the clock runs out on this nomination. That's the way I see that. I've given you my commentary on what caused Flake to Flake, and you've even heard what happened to him in that elevator. So what are your thoughts on all of this? How are you feeling about the FBI extended probe here this week? Um, The Republicans had no choice. They didn't have the votes uh, to just go ahead and tell Flake to kiss off. They just didn't. They wanted to. They didn't. In a moment, an update on Atlanta's news, weather, and traffic before we get to your calls and texts. It's all here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. Patient callers, let's go to the phones on all the drama surrounding the Kavanaugh nomination, the one week FBI probe, etc. Bill, you're in DeBerry. Welcome in from Volusia County. You're on with the Bud Man. Thank you, Bud. Hey, a couple of thoughts here. Number one, um, here's a here's a uh, a fact uh, on the local level. Of my family, my mom has been a lifelong Democrat. My dad's passed, but my mom's been a lifelong Democrat. My son's girlfriend's uh, grandparents have been lifelong Democrats, and so has her parents. And all of them have told me that. Um, they're going to have to vote Republican on this election. No kidding. Saying, now, what what no, is driving that? Uh, well, a lot of things are driving it, but clearly, what's happened this week or, or last week um, was was certainly a, a turning point for them. But but listen, I've, I've I've got a question for you. So so here we go. The Democrats are wanting us to to have this investigation, which is which is going on now, of course. And so now that the investigation is complete, so how many Democrats do you think? will vote on the Kavanaugh in favor of him because we did what they asked. And, now, and, and of course, this is assuming he's found um, innocent. I, 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 I think the maximum number is three, okay? Um, and, and, and it's Manchin in West Virginia, and it's Donnelly in Indiana, maybe, and maybe um, uh, Heidi up there in, in North Dakota, but none of them are certain. I think Manchin is pretty certain, and I think that rally with Trump in, uh, in his state might have made well, the difference why, there. Well, why would it not be 100% when we're doing what they asked and this whole thing, we're not going to vote for him because of these charges. Uh, why would it not be 100%? Your thoughts on that? Well, see uh, Chuck Schumer for notes because an hour after the nomination was announced without any of this stuff being alleged about misconduct as a young man, Schumer said, we are going to oppose this nomination with everything we have. They don't want a conservative on the court. It's all about Roe v. Wade. It's all about gun control. It's all about power. That's the answer to that question. Here is um, Olin in Palm Bay. Go ahead, Olin. Hey, good morning to you, bud. Uh, At first, when they had this uh, FBI investigation, I was really enraged. But to tell you the truth, I'm not afraid of the truth. So if they come back with the status quo like it is now, the only thing that uh, senators can do is vote on uh, mm-hmm. a Brad, Brett Kavanaugh's uh, legal career, his impeccable legal career. There'll be something else, trust me. I have no doubt whatsoever, that, because I've told you what the game is. Right, Yaffe? I think you understand that. This is not the end of the road on Friday, no matter what. 
Well, and this was the big problem with the FBI investigation from the beginning. It was all just about delay, and now it's going to become a fishing expedition. And I think you're exactly right. I think it's a good point, actually. Yeah, we're back into the calls in our 7 o'clock hour. If you want to hang in there or call back, that's fine. Text line incoming is what, Yaffe? What do you say? Uh, yes, one person said this, said Trump should have nominated a female he should have known what the Democrats would have done with the male nominee. Oh, a female conservative. Yes, that would be good. <laughs> Amy, um, Amy Barrett, that would have been. Yeah. That was what both you know, of us it, wanted. It may, it may come to that. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm really very concerned that Kavanaugh ever winds up on the U.S. Supreme Court. It breaks my heart, but I think that, that's, that, that, that that is so. I really, I'd be surprised if he ultimately made it. Yeah, another person said, Bud, let your heart not be troubled. Oh, thank you, Sean Hannity. Old, <laughs> old Kavanaugh will clinch the nomination, and he will be appointed. Okay, fair enough. I hope you're right. I try to be optimistic, but I also try to be realistic. We'll get back to the whole Kavanaugh drama, but how about we lighten up just a little bit? I don't often do this, and I don't want to sound like I'm bragging at all, but I have to share a great opportunity that I had that came out of the blue when our family entered the Magic Kingdom on Saturday morning. We heard the wonderful... Uh, Magic Kingdom Barbershop Quartet, the Dapper Dan's performing. They are fantastic. They've been there forever. They are just the best. And I'm an old barbershopper, and I still sing with my college acapella group, the Vintage Colgate 13. And, and gosh, you know, the whole family says, hey, let's watch the Dapper Dan's. And they're all watching me grooving on this, and the grandkids age four and seven are loving it as well. And all of a sudden, they finish their set, and we applaud along with this big crowd all around because they're great. Everybody loves the Dapper Dan's. And the bass says, hey, it's the Bud Man. Listen to your show every morning. And I know you're an old barbershopper. Want to sing one with us? And, well, there was only one answer to that question, if you really know me well. And here's the answer. This is what happened. I joined him for Coney Island Baby. Never gonna see you any I'm gonna sit on that ferry boat Never to return again, return again So Drop that gun, I'll marry your daughter when it's over. Oh, boy, we get it good. That's what is with Henry Paul. With Henry Paul. Rich man, poor man, beggar man, thief, doctor, lawyer, merchant, chief. We all are bound for. Goodbye, my golden baby. Farewell, my own true Never gonna see you any. I'm gonna sail on that ferry boat, never to return again. So goodbye, goodbye, Ha, ha, ha.
weekend in New York. Really? What? Uh, this card right here will make you an honorary member of the Dapper Dan's of Main Street, the Main oh. Street USA chapter of uh, the Barbershop Harmony Society. Oh, my. Yeah, I'm going on vacation <laughs> next week to sing with my old college buddies. I sent them the video, and, uh, <laughs> and and we've been having a lot of fun with it. And I thank the Dapper Dans. I had no idea that was going to happen. It was a true bucket lister for me, Deb. It really was. Well, we've got to put the video up on WFLAOrlando.com. Keyword Budman. Can you make that happen, Yaffe? It's already there. Cool. Fun yeah. man taken care well, of. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We mm-hmm. also wound up at the Hall of Presidents, and we all went in there. And it was the first time I'd seen it with the Trump animatronic figure there. There were two cops in there on both sides because they're always worried about somebody's going to go nuts on Trump with the, the hatred for him for, from the left. Um, but there, there wasn't any of that. And, and the redone video in the history of America is absolutely stunning. I think, the, I think the, um, the Hall of Presidents, which I've always loved more than any other attraction at Disney, is better than ever. I heartily recommend it to you. I do. Deb, so there we are, okay? Yeah, some pipes you got there, bud. Well, I didn't have a microphone. The three guys had a microphone, so I had to pump it out there, you know? (laughs) You didn't need a microphone. I was was in my glory, you know? I mean... If you'd had a microphone, they probably would have been able to hear you at Epcot. <laughs> you should have shared the love. It was some fun. It was some fun. Well, okay. You have a beautiful singing voice. Well, thank you, darling. All right. Listen, you got a beautiful speaking voice. Nobody brings the news better than the Debmeister. Love listening to you do news. So does everybody else. <laughs> uh-huh. Here comes my co-host to tell you more about the latest on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and getting prepared for the flu. Good morning from us all at uh, 6.59. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a Monday at 7 o'clock as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA, I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning, the latest on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, and it's time to get prepared for the flu. We'll have the details coming up in one minute. And is it time for a He Too movement? Next on Good Morning Orlando. Good Monday morning at 7.03 on News Radio 93.1. Senator Lindsey Graham is betting that Brett Kavanaugh will be confirmed as a Supreme Court justice. On ABC's This Week, the South Carolina Republican said as long as the FBI investigation doesn't bring up any new allegations against Judge Kavanaugh, everything will proceed to move forward. He says Deborah Ramirez will be interviewed by the FBI and Mark Judge will be asked if he ever saw Kavanaugh drug or gang rape women, and that will likely be the scope of it. Graham said Kavanaugh has already had six FBI background checks, proving he is not, quote, a stumbling, bumbling drunk, end quote, and says there's no reason to talk to his former classmates about drinking. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Obviously a super hot talk topic, phones and text line on fire in the 6 o'clock hour. Back into it on another angle in a moment, Deb. Well, in other news, medical experts say this year's flu season will likely be milder, but they're still urging everyone to get vaccinated. Last year's flu season killed around 80,000 people, the highest death toll in 40 years. The CDC recommends that anyone six months or older get a flu shot every year. Symptoms of influenza include coughing, fever, body aches, sore throat, nasal congestion, and fatigue. And it comes on really, really quick. That's an astounding number, isn't isn't it? it? 80,000 Americans dead from the flu in one year. And it was especially deadly for children and the elderly. Yes. And they're saying the H3N virus could be the same issue again this year. We'll see. Well, in the meantime, uh, uh, Dr. Eddie Capote with WellMed in Miami says anytime between now and the end of the month is actually the best time to get your flu shot. 
it takes your body about two weeks to develop immunity, develop antibodies. So by the end of October, it puts you, you know, mid-November, which is when we start seeing most of the cases. So in short, get vaccinated before the end of October. He says they're expecting another rough season. The vaccine remains your best line of defense against the disease. And no, it's a uh, it's a, a dead virus. So you will not get the flu from getting the flu shot. Yeah, I got my flu shot. You know, the arm hurt a little bit for a while. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, I mean. So I, much better than the flu. I recommend getting all the protection you can. Dr. Kronhaus recommends it as well. He said so on the House call last week. Get your flu shot. A water system in Louisiana is testing positive for brain-eating amoeba. Oh, come on. The operator of the Sligo Water System said residents living southeast of Shreveport uh, and Bozier, or Bozier Parish may be affected. Spokesman Andy Freeman said the Louisiana Department of Health conducted a random test of the system last week and notified them of the result Friday. The amoeba found in the water can infect the brain when inhaled through the nose. And a man just recently died after contracting this brain-eating amoeba from a uh, resort in Texas. And we've lost some people in Florida, kids and all of this who are playing in the water and they get water up their nose. Maybe they take a fall water skiing and, you know, water goes up the nose. And and when the water is really warm, and it happens here, Louisiana, Texas, makes sense as well. This is where they thrive and it gets into your brain. They can't do anything to save you in most cases. Yeah, that is one reason I never swim in lakes in Florida anymore. Same Amoebas and gators. (laughs) Just... Go in a swimming pool or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's not an issue in a swimming pool because of the chlorine. Right. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, as to see inspection reports, you'd, a lot of times experts have said you'd be amazed to find out how many public pools or pools at resorts have failed their inspections. Mm-hmm. That's important to know. It is. And finally, a new study, believe this or not, says playing video games can be a good form of physical therapy. Researchers in Sydney, Australia, found that adults 55 and older who suffer from chronic lower back pain were able to manage it more by using Nintendo's We Fit You exercise program for an hour three times, a few times a week. No kidding. Yeah. After time, they'll see improvements in pain and function. They're much more likely to continue similar exercises after seeing positive results. Researchers say other ways to manage back pain include continued movement, making sure you have good posture, and sitting in furniture that accommodates the curvature of your spine. Makes sense. Yeah, might be something to apply elsewhere, like if you've had knee surgery or something. Ah. WFLA News Time at 7.08. Ah, sorry, but a skull-shaped asteroid will not fly by Earth this Halloween. A skull-shaped asteroid? That would be timely, wouldn't it? Yeah, last time it passed by, it was close enough that people could make out the skull-like structures on the asteroid. This time, get the details on why we're not going to get to see it at WFLAOrlando.com. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And we greet you on a Monday morning from the Frontgate Realty Studio. From your cell, pound 250, keyword real estate. My question to you, and I really want the ladies as well as the gentlemen to respond to this question, and I'll explain the question in a moment. Do we now need a he to movement? Stay tuned. Right now, it's the Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest here on uh, the morning show. You could win $1,000. Just listen, coming right up in a moment. To the keyword of the hour, text the keyword to 200-200, good luck to you. 
In the meantime, quick word from Deb and an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. All for you in two minutes here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. You know, at first glance, you take a look at the one week extension by the FBI of investigating uh, uh, Kavanaugh with these unproven and unprovable allegations against him from so long ago. You say, well, this is good because it will remove all doubt. People who are on the fence will vote for him. I don't see it that way. The Democrats are invested in delaying and destroying this nomination, okay? And and they will do whatever it takes. And so there's something's going to come up this week, and they're going to say, "Wait a minute, we can't we can't vote now. We got it. We got we're, we're not going to vote for him." And some of the Republicans, like Flake or or Collins or Murkowski, some of these ones that are always a tough vote, are going to say, "No, no, now we got to look into that. Now we got to look into that." And it goes on and on and on. Run it by the midterms. Democrats hope they take the Senate. Trump never gets a conservative on the Supreme Court. We've talked about it. That's the game that is being played here. If you think it's the end of the road on Friday or whenever, when they wrap this thing up, I would be surprised if you are right. We got a Me Too movement in full bloom right now. And listen, for men who are guilty of sexual misconduct, harassment, assault, rape, there is no defense, and I would never offer one. They deserve the worst that happens to them for the monsters they are. Having said that, do we need a he-too movement to take shape here? And what shape would it take if you buy into this? To keep innocent men from being what I call kavanaugh The way this Supreme Court nominee is, denying all of these allegations against him. None of this ever came up when six times Kavanaugh was investigated by the FBI, background checks half a dozen times as he made his way up from one important legal position to another in the United States government. Gals, gals, I would have to believe that you would would support in some way a he-too movement. And by this, I mean... How do, we, how do we do this? I don't know how to do it, but I just think we have to fight back to protect innocent men who can be destroyed with an unprovable allegation. Kavanaugh himself talked about that uh, in his spirited defense, passionate defense of himself before the committee last week, remember? But the mere allegation, the mere assertion of an allegation, a refuted allegation from 36 years ago, is enough to destroy a person's life and career, we will have abandoned the basic principles of fairness and due process that define our legal system and our country. We've taken the presumption of innocence and turned it on its its ear. With the Me Too movement, it is the presumption of a man's guilt. How do we protect innocent men from the ravages of what is happening to Brett Kavanaugh right now. You know, if he's guilty of any of this, fine. He should not be on the Supreme Court. I'm not, I'm not suggesting otherwise. I mean, come on. How, how, how do we do this? I think we need some kind of a he-too movement, and we need women involved standing up to protect innocent men. And it's not just Supreme Court nominations. It's any high government position. It's any job opportunity, a big one that comes along once or twice in a lifetime for you in the corporate world. you got somebody competing for that job. 
who could float an allegation unprovable of sexual misconduct from God knows when, and all of a sudden enough doubt is sown that that person gets the job and you do not. We cannot function as a society. That is not fundamentally what America is all about. I don't know what form it would take, how you do this, but I think we need what I'll label here this morning as a he-too movement to prevent innocent guys from being Kavanaugh'd. Any thoughts? 407-916-5400. Text line 23680. Standard message and data rates apply. The toll-free is now 866-916-5400. The Me Too movement. Trying to turn Brett Kavanaugh into Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. I don't think he is or anything close at all. But I think he I think he's being destroyed here. How do we protect people from being Kavanaugh'd who are innocent? How do we do that in this country? Some kind of he-too movement needs to develop here. 407-916-5400. Before we go to that, Joe in Titusville, points for persistence. You've been on the line for an hour. Good morning to you. Good morning, Buzz. I, I'm just happy they had the investigation. If you want to prevent people from being falsely accused, you have an investigation from the get-go. Do you honestly think they'll wrap it up Friday and nobody will say, wait a minute, look what we found here, now we need to investigate that? No. Uh, and and the other thing is, is that I recently went back to a, a reunion, and I'll make it short, 40 years uh, since I got out of high school. Okay, so, okay. Okay, and... And the thing is, is I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she said she walked into a, a restroom, yeah. and they were gangbanging a, a, a girl, you know, who couldn't well, even stand there, there, up. There's no defense for that. It's not what I'm talking about, Joe. Thank you very much. Mike, good morning from Orlando. He Too Movement? Hello, Mike. Hello. Hey, yeah, I, I, I think it's a good idea, but there's no way that the media or the left will allow it. They'll, they'll, they won't allow anything that doesn't fit their agenda. Well, wait a minute. Do they, do, do they get to call the shots and we have to cower in fear of them? We don't have to cower, but unless you've been under a rock, they've been calling the shots for the last eight years. All right. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Not in my book. Yaffe, your quick thoughts, text line, please. Uh, yes, bud. One person does not like this, actually thinks it's a joke. What it's I the said, the Heat Two movement is a joke. Yes, I don't, I don't, I don't make it as a joke. I don't know what form it needs to take or how it needs to be done. But the question is out there, gals. How would you like your husband, completely innocent of anything, facing unprovable allegations like this that are destroying him and you and your relationship and your family? How would you like it? Don't you want some kind of defense against it? Yeah, another person uh, agrees with you. Says. But is absolutely right. Too many times women make mistakes or just plain lie. Every American deserves due process. Do you understand what's happening here, Yaffe? You know, there's no defense against with this. Look what's happening to this man. Now, if he's guilty of anything they're alleging, he's done as a Supreme Court nominee. But he's denied absolutely everything, has an impeccable record. None of this has ever come up. This kind of thing can happen to anyone. Could happen yeah. to a woman, but mostly it's going to happen to a man. This is why due process and individual rights are so important, because if we get away from that, we get to what's happening to Kavanaugh. 
Open Mind Monday is perfect for weighing in on all things Kavanaugh probe uh, related in our 8 o'clock hour. Lots more opportunities for you to get on the 50,000-watt front porch if you haven't made it yet. Debs, back with the latest on the uh, Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, following the breaking news down around ORMC, trying to figure out what the major police presence there is all about. And a Pennsylvania man using fortune cookie numbers to win the lottery. All next. Good morning from us all at 730. Here to update our breaking news about what is going on down around ORMC on South Orange Avenue, Deb. Yeah, there's no immediate word as to why, but if you're in that area, there's a heavy law enforcement presence around Orlando Regional Medical Center. In fact, more than a dozen Orlando Police Department vehicles responded to the scene this morning. Sturdivant Street near the emergency room is closed, and Orange Avenue is also backing up because of the amount of police vehicles that are on the scene. Orlando Health did just tweet, though, to say that while there is police activity, there are no injuries. Well, that's good to hear. I think that the police had tweeted at one point, correct me if I'm wrong on this, the situation is contained but ongoing, so it's rather cryptic at this point. Yeah, it's very cryptic. Alan Spector is is, uh, bringing you some new information from down the hall in the newsroom. What have you got, Alan? I think you're talking about the same tweet. I'm just bringing Deb that same information. Okay. The latest tweet from OPD, male subject claiming to be in possession of a weapon. That's new to us. Okay. This was just tweeted by Orlando Police just a couple of minutes ago. OPD units are currently at ORMC's ER in response to a male subject claiming to be in possession of a weapon. Crisis negotiators are on scene. The situation is contained but ongoing. There you go. That's as fresh as it gets. Alan down the hall. Now take your paper back. To them. Here, you can have it. Oh, great. My Thank gift you. to you. Awesome. Yep. So we'll nice we'll, you, we'll hope this doesn't turn out to be something just horrendous, and uh, we will most certainly follow it no matter which way it goes. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Uh, you ever look at the back of your fortune cookie and think, hmm, I wonder if I should ever play those numbers? I never have, but I know there are some folks who do. They play the, they play the lottery off the fortune cookie number. Well, a Pennsylvania man is a million dollars richer huh? thanks to a fortune cookie. New Jersey Lottery says Ronnie Martin recently bought three Mega Millions tickets in New Jersey using numbers he saw on a fortune cookie years ago. Why they stuck out, who knows, but thank goodness. <laughs> While the numbers didn't earn him the multi-million dollar jackpot, enough of them matched with the winning numbers to score a $1 million prize. Ronnie and his wife plan to use the prize money to pay off their home and other bills. Whatever's left will go into savings. When Lady Luck looks your way, amazing things happen. Why does you ever look our way? I know, exactly. <laughs> or your way, right? You're thinking the same thing, right? <laughs> a Texas man and his new fiancé are safe and sound after his proposal plans went way south. Joshua Mason wanted to find a secluded place to propose to his girlfriend, Katie Davis, and decided that Mount Jasper near Denver, Colorado, was the perfect place. The hike to the top of the 13,000-foot peak is known for its breathtaking views and wildflowers. Davis said yes when he asked her to marry him, but that wasn't the most dramatic part of the day. The couple ended up getting lost and suffered dehydration. You could hardly breathe up there. I know. They had to send a paramedic, had to be called in, and move them to a lower altitude. Oh, my goodness. And finally, get your perm updo or blowout ready because it's National Hair Day. The annual holiday was made last year to celebrate styling tools and hair care products that keep you looking your best, bud man. <laughs> By the time you're 65, you'll have spent around seven months of your life washing, drying, and styling your hair. 
Each person has between 100 and 150,000 strands on their head, and one strand is longer than a copper wire. With so much hair, the color, uh, coloring and styling possibilities are endless, like your new hairdo. Well, I just went back to the way I used to wear it years ago when I was like, you know, a TV anchor, and the hair had to be just right. Hair does not have to be right on radio. Thank God. We looked at an old... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And you, I do mean that sincerely. You always look great. It's crazy. I did change the hairdo because we looked at an old video. My wife says, I like that style. Why don't we do that again? So I'm doing it again. Yeah. You got to look good in the radio, right? Yeah, and now you got some new gel products and everything you're working on. A little of that going on. I'm aerodynamic. When I have the top down and my little rag top here increases the gas mileage. (laughs) Get a nice slipstream going over the old anchor hair, you know? (laughs) Nothing like anchor hair. Nothing like it. But I'm going to head back into the newsroom and keep an (laughs) eye on that RMC story. You bet. All right, Deb, thank you so much. Hoping for the best there, and most certainly we will bring you the very latest we have for the remainder of the show. But right now, once uh, once a show, we back off the gas on the heavy-duty topics of the moment and uh, and default to sun and games on the, uh, rather, fun and games on the sound judgment game here right now. I've got too many things going on at once. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Steph, to talk about the prize we are playing for. All right, so today we have a four-pack of tickets to Lake Ridge Winery, Barbecue and Blues Festival at Lake Ridge Winery and Vineyards happening October 12th to the 14th. The Barbecue and Blues Festival has barbecue vendors, live music, wine, and beer. For more info, visit lakeridgewinery.com. Good deal. If you're trying to get in, wait for an open line on a wrong answer, 407-916-5400, but you'll have to be quick. Now, you're going to be rewarded here. You're going to have an, an inside track if you've been following all of this Kavanaugh drama here, okay? So here we are. For today's sound judgment game, we focus on President Trump and the Kavanaugh um, FBI hearing all of this over the weekend. Trump held a rally and mocked a memorable moment from the hearing last week. want you to listen to the sound of him doing that, and then I want you to use your sound judgment to name the person he's mocking here and then name the state where the big Trump rally was held this weekend. Did you leak the document? Uh, uh. What? Uh, no. Uh, no. I, I didn't leave. Uh, well, wait one minute. Uh, did we leave? Oh, oh. No, no, we didn't leave. Who is Trump mocking there, and what state was that wild rally held? Line one, you've got the first shot. Good morning, line one. Good morning. That would be Diane Feinstein and the great state of West Virginia. That would be game, set, match. You're our sound judgment winner. Sorry, everybody else. You had high hopes. But you are our winner, and you're going to that great autumn event at the Lake Ridge Winery with your family. Four free tickets coming. Congratulations. Very nice. Very nice. Not bad for a Monday morning, right? Oh, good start. That is a good start. What's your name, my friend? This is Matt, and I'm from New Smyrna Beach. Oh, yeah, I've heard of you. Two T's in Matt, right? Two T's, right. Yeah, coming at you. I'll write you a note here of congratulations, and I'm going to get you um, together with Steph, and uh, you can talk it over off air, okay? Okay, thanks, bud. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Great to have you with us on the 50,000-watt front porch. There we go. Nothing like a Trump rally. That was a wild scene. Um, 
Alan Spector coming in here. It looks like you have more information on this police presence uh, down around ORMC. What is, what's the latest here? Well, just this update from Orlando Health, the uh, parent company of Orlando Regional Medical Center. They just tweeted that ORMC is continuing operations. Only the emergency department is on lockdown. Again, this is because of uh, an uh, Orlando police presence down there because of a uh, male subject claiming to have a weapon apparently in the ER area yeah, of ORMC. they got crisis negotiators down there apparently trying to talk him out of whatever his problem is here and get this thing fully resolved, nobody hurt, right? Yeah, they're saying the situation is contained. That's what OPD says. And uh, Orlando Health had tweeted earlier there had been no injuries. All right. Alan Spector, thank you so much. We'll stay on the story, and Deb will have more at the top of the hour. So um, there we are. Now... You can listen to us all sorts of ways on WFLA on the FM dial now 93.1 and on the AM dial no changes AM 540 you can hear it everywhere if you got HD radio 107.7 HD3 iHeart radio the iHeart radio app is great cuz you can get a crystal clear signal anywhere on earth of everything we're doing here on the morning show rush Glenn, whatever else we're doing 24/7 and by the way Yaffe's on tonight from 8 until 10 with his primetime call-in show, Beyond Reason. Yeah, Beyond Reason Radio is back on tonight. I have a lot of different things to talk about. I wasn't on last week, so I have to talk about my opinion on the whole Kavanaugh controversy, and we will do that tonight and much more. And we invite you to be a part of the show from 8 until 10, and the iHeartRadio app's a great way to get to get it all. And, oh, yeah, Great for music, the iHeartRadio app. You can get your own mixtape with your own favorite songs, favorite artists, favorite stations, all free. There's nothing like it anywhere on earth. It is the amazing and absolutely free iHeartRadio app. Download it. You will be amazed. In a moment, we got the Rush Morning Update right after I update you again, and I'll do it in two minutes on what's going on with Orlando news, weather, and traffic. Great to have you with us. Good Monday morning from all of us on the 50,000-watt front porch. Good morning, Orlando. Good morning from us all. You're on the 50,000-watt front porch at 757. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, We turn over the show to the smartest audience in talk radio in the 8 o'clock hour every Monday. I dubbed it Open Mind Monday when I created it maybe a dozen years ago. And it's your chance to really host the show for the duration of your call. Your take on any topic, whether it's Kavanaugh-related, whether it's unrelated whether it's local, whether it's national, whether I've talked about it or not on the show. If you've got something to say, we're getting down to five weeks before the midterm elections. Maybe you've got a thought on one candidate or another. Whatever you want to talk about, I will keep an open mind whether we agree or not. So no reason to fear you're going to lock horns with a bud man and feel like an unarmed man or woman. Just call and sound off, 407-916-5400. Get in early. Toll-free is now 866-916-5400. Text line 23680, standard message and data rate supply. We're now on FM exclusively 93.1, still on AM 540. Websites now, WFLAOrlando.com. Still find us on iHeartRadio at WFLA Orlando. Facebook is still WFLA Orlando. Twitter is at WFLA Orlando. And we roll into hour number three and Open Mind Monday. Get in early. And um, it's all from the uh, Frontgate Realty Studio. From your cell, pound 250, keyword real estate. Deb, Alan Spector, the rest of our team following the breaking news at Orlando Regional Medical Center. 
of uh, reports of a subject in the emergency room area with a gun, and they'll bring you the very latest here. So far, we have no word that anyone has been hurt. Situation is ongoing along South Orange Avenue. Avoid the ORMC area for sure. And with the news at 8 o'clock, Deborah Roberts, of course, will have all the latest on what's going on at ORMC. Following that, it's our Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest where you could win a thousand bucks. So listen for the keyword of the hour right after the news. Text the keyword to 200 200 and good luck to you. Good morning from us all at exactly 8 o'clock. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a Monday at 8 o'clock as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now for you on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Deborah Roberts. And our top stories this morning, we continue to monitor the heavy police presence at ORMC and a Stetson University law professor weighs in on Brett Kavanaugh. We'll have the details coming up in one minute. And I want to know what's on your mind. It's Open Mind Monday, this full hour on Good Morning Orlando. Good Monday morning. It's 8.03 on News Radio 93.1. A heavy law enforcement presence continues at Orlando Regional Medical Center. Orlando police just tweeted that units are at the hospital just south of downtown Orlando in response to a male suspect who's claiming to be in possession of a weapon. Crisis negotiators are at ORMC and the situation is contained but ongoing. The hospital's parent company, Orlando Health, tweeted earlier that there are no injuries. Orlando Health recently tweeted that they're continuing operations, only the emergency department is currently on lockdown. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. And our news partners, Fox 35, their reporter on the scene is reporting at least one loud bang recently, but we don't want to make anything out of that because we don't know what that is. But that is what Fox 35 is reporting. And, of course, Deb will keep you up to date on this throughout the rest of the show. As well as uh, Alan Spector. The FBI hasn't contacted the woman accusing Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault. Lawyers for Dr. Christine Blasey Ford have reached out to the FBI but haven't heard from investigators. President Trump ordered the agency to reopen the background investigation into Kavanaugh after Thursday's hearing in which both Ford and Kavanaugh testified. Ford says Kavanaugh pinned her down and tried to take her clothes off during a party in high school, while Kavanaugh has emphatically denied those claims. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court begins its new term today with only eight justices. The ninth seat is unfilled as the Senate wages a battle over President Trump's nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. The eight remaining justices will start hearing arguments in the term that runs through next June. Their first argument will be a property rights case involving protected habitat for an endangered frog that is now found only at a single pond in Mississippi. Sounds like we're going to handle the easy ones early on in the term and then kind of work up as we go along. Yeah, I would imagine so. (laughs) Stetson University law professor Louis Varelli expects more support on Capitol Hill for a brief FBI inquiry into sexual assault allegations against Supreme Court nominee Judge Brett Kavanaugh. I think we may find additional senators saying, yes, I think a week is fair. I think we should give the FBI an opportunity to learn more about this, and we should hold off for a week to do this vote. And that's just what happened when last Friday the Senate Judiciary Committee voted to move the confirmation process forward to the full Senate. But, of course, they decided to reopen that investigation for one week only, so we should have a vote moving forward, possibly even before the end of the week. Yeah, it's a great topic for Open Mind Monday. How are you feeling about what has happened here with the FBI 
uh, having this opportunity to further investigate Kavanaugh. So we'll we'll take your calls. And finally, First Lady Melania Trump leaves on a four-nation tour of Africa today. Her first solo trip abroad will take her to Egypt, Ghana, Kenya, and Malawi. She announced last week she'll focus on children's health, including care for mothers and newborns, nutrition, education, and HIV protection. There's no word from the White House on just how long her trip will take. WFLA Newstime 806. Check out Matt Damon playing an angry Brett Kavanaugh on the SNL season premiere, a show the president tweeted isn't funny anymore. You can see it for yourself at WFLAOrlando.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger, Deborah Roberts, and Michael Yaffe. And Devin Allen Spector and the rest of the news team monitoring the situation with the massive police presence down at ORMC and reports of a man claiming to have a gun in and around the emergency room. Um, nobody has been injured that we are aware of. We're staying on the story, so um, stay close to the radio here. And we are really glad you're with us here on a Monday morning for my favorite hour of the entire week when I turn it over to the smartest audience in talk radio and find out not what I think, but what you think on the topic of your choice. How are you feeling about the whole Jeff Flake situation, uh, forcing the um, uh, the White House to tell the FBI to go investigate uh, allegations against Brett Kavanaugh that have come out of a hearing last week before a final vote is taken? How do you think this is going to play out? I've commented on it extensively. like to know what you think, but if you want to go another route, Hey, we're heading into the um, home stretch for the midterms here. We got the gap widening. Nelson over Scott for Senate and uh, Gillum over DeSantis for governor. How are you feeling about all of that this morning? What does it take to turn those races around in the Republicans' favor if that's what you'd like to see? Whatever's on your mind, a lot of football, college, UCF was awesome over the weekend. Um, Florida won. That's terrific. I think FSU won too, I think. I don't know. I don't, who cares? And I'm, I'm sorry. I love the Seminoles, but not this year, you know. Uh, but at any rate, uh, in the NFL, who knows what happened to the Dolphins yesterday. They got crushed by my Patriots. And the Bucks got absolutely run out of town by the Bears. What's going on? Anyway, whatever you want to talk about, I'm here for you. It is your show, Open Mind Monday. Let me hear from first-timers right now. Because I'm not going to debate you and argue with you. I'm just going to listen to what you have to say. It's a great opportunity you don't want to miss, and I think you'll have some fun. 407-916-5400, toll-free, 866-916-5400, text line 23680 as we roll on on News Radio 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. Coming up, hey, how'd you like to win 1000 bucks on the spot? Make your wallet great again is our texting contest. You could win $1,000. Just listen now for the keyword of the hour. Text the keyword to 200-200, and by all means, good luck. That followed by an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic all in two minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. Nothing new on the police presence at ORMC and reportedly somebody claiming a gun um, to be holed up around the emergency room. We're staying on the story. Deb and Alan Spector are working it, so stay tuned on that. Here is Joe in Orlando. It's Open Mind Monday, and Joe, I'd love to know what's on your mind. Yeah, I just uh, want to say thanks to you and Yaffe, because even though you usually go with Republicans on everything, uh, you guys do call them on spending, and that's what I wanted to talk about. I think this whole Kavanaugh thing is a hoax. I think the Republicans and Democrats are doing it to just distract 
us from the bill they passed Friday. Mm-hmm. An $855 billion bill. And this is right after Trump said a couple of months ago, I'll never do this again. Yeah, it's absolutely right. I, I agree with you 100%. But as for Kavanaugh, what do you, how do you mean it's a hoax? I mean, we all heard the hearing, you know, I mean, and, and now we have the, the FBI investigating supposedly for only a week. Where is the hoax in this thing? I mean, what, well, what, what, that- what, what is not real is my point to you in your opinion, Joe. Uh, the fact that both sides are in on it. I mean, the Democrats don't have a problem with Kavanaugh. He hates the Fourth Amendment, you know. Search and um, seizure. Uh, yeah. and uh, They I mean, have a huge problem with him. It's all about Roe v. Wade and gun control, and they don't want a conservative on the court, and they want to stick it to Trump. All of that, to me, is real. I don't understand where you think the hoax is. It's not real. I think it's a hoax. It's it, They're just distracting us from the spending. Wow. Is Joe Wright, 407-916-5400, open mind Monday. Feels wide open on that. Any aspect of all of this that's going on, are you glad we're having the extension of the FBI further probe into Kavanaugh and these allegations from so many years ago? Do you think it'll be limited? I don't think it's going to end if this thing supposedly ends on Friday. Somebody will come up with something. We're going to keep on delay, 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 run the clock out, and destroy this nomination. But that's how I see it. It's not how I see it. It's Open Mind Monday. What do you think on that or any other topic? 407-916-5400. Yaffe's checking our text line. You can get in there. Never busy. 23680. Open Mind Monday to Brendan we go and bring in Bill on with the Budman. And welcome to Open Mind Monday, Bill. Good morning. Uh, A friend of mine on Facebook uh, had a post up that said there are 14 GoFundMe pages up involving Dr. Ford. Uh, She had a link on one of them, and I clicked on the link, and it went to the GoFundMe. And this particular account, one of 14, had a balance as of yesterday of $540,000. Wait a minute. Why are they raising money for Christine Ford? Why does she need money? I have no idea. Part of it uh, is going to groups that support these uh, this pound me too campaign and uh, maybe part of its legal fees but uh, 14 of them and this particular one over half a million dollars very interesting you know I don't know Yaffe some of the issues some of these GoFundMe accounts that look legitimate aren't you know I know that we've had issues with that before I wonder if they're just trying to do that to make some kind of a statement do you think it's real you think it's real I don't know I would have to do more research, but you're right. Sometimes they're not real. GoFundMe tries to regulate that the best they can, but it's hard. I've got another caller on Open Mind Monday who says he's real upset with the Republican Party. How are you feeling about all of this? How do you feel about the way the elections are going here in Florida? Big leads for the Democrat socialist Gillum over DeSantis. What's the deal with that? Nelson now in the polls pulling ahead of Scott. What's going on here? What's happening? How do you feel about it all? How does this whole Kavanaugh thing ultimately going to get resolved? I want to know what you think. 407-916-5400 or text me at 23680. Toll free now, 866-916-5400. So there you go. 
For headlines right now, I'm joined by Deborah Roberts um, with more on the breaking news of the big police presence down at ORMC along South Orange Avenue in Orlando. Anything new? Well, Orlando Regional Medical Center does remain on lockdown this morning, and along with about 15 OPD uh, vehicles that can be seen at the hospital, word is that now FBI agents, SWAT teams, and even canine units are also said to be on the scene. Still no word of any injuries. Orlando Health did tweet earlier this morning that, that while the situation is ongoing, no one has been injured. This is all in response to uh, a man reportedly saying he has a weapon. And the emergency room or the emergency room area inside the hospital complex. Yes. If you don't have to be at the hospital, police are asking folks to just simply stay away. Got to stay away from South Orange Avenue unless you absolutely have to be there. We'll stay on the breaking news. Deb will be back momentarily with your bottom of the hour update. Deb, thank you. Of course. Yeah. Let's go to the Open Mind Monday phones. Tony, good morning. You're on with a Bud Man. And what's on your mind as you join us from Orlando? Hey, Bud. A couple of points. First of all, we know what the Democrats are. But why in the world would the Republicans be playing into them? Why Why did it take Linda Graham, the only one, to stand up and say a little harsh words? I mean, all these guys, you're going to tell me they're just letting – take the vote. Take the vote. That's one point. They didn't the have the votes is, to confirm him in the general Senate. Flake said, I want to vote for him, but I will not vote for him until we have this this FBI probe. And, and the Republicans were held hostage. They had to go for it. They would never get him confirmed. Well, and then why don't they do an FBI investigation on who leaked this to the to the, to the Washington Post? Well, that definitely ought to be done. And, and Republicans thing, are calling for that, you know. And, uh, yeah, and one, one more thing, bud. Yep. Whatever happened to laws of suing people for, what do they call it, defamation of character? Well, why can't they? Why can't Why can't he turn around and sue this lady for defamation of character? I suppose so. Maybe that's why the GoFundMe accounts that another caller reported on, you know, are are are, you know, going to uh, to Ford. Maybe she will be sued in that regard. Tony, thanks for talking it over with me as you see it. Um, Laurie, good morning to you from Saint Cloud. An open mind Monday. What's on your mind? Happy Monday, bud. You too. Yeah, I noticed on your local channel uh, we're advertising about this Amendment 3. I find them all very confusing and usually don't end up voting for any of them because I I don't feel they're represented clearly. And I was just wondering if you guys had any information on this Amendment 3. It sounds like, you know, we need to vote for it to put the power of the vote back in the people's hands. Then do you have any info on that? Well, I'll tell you what, I do. My problem is... (laughs) I'm in a little bit of a bind here. We will do more on Amendment 3 as time permits. Stay with me. I commit to you that I will do that during this week, okay? Thank you. But I'm not going to get into it now. Thank you very much. We have breaking news that Chief Orlando uh, Police Chief John Mean is going to have a news conference about what's been going on at ORMC momentarily. We're going to go to that when it happens. Here is Ray in Altamont Springs. Good morning to you, Ray. What's on your mind? Morning, bud. I watched the entire uh, hearing last Thursday, and I just want to bring up one thing that that I'm sure you've you've thought about and kind of pondered because uh, you're a pretty smart guy. They talk about the credibility of this doctor that apparently has more degrees than a thermometer. But if you look at the state that she is in, this is a very, very emotionally disturbed person. I don't know about disturb, but she definitely seemed emotionally wrought, and she seemed fragile to me, and lots of memory holes in a story you would think she'd be able to remember vividly from one end to the other. 
Well, and her attorneys are tr- are handling her <clears throat> like she's about a six-year-old. I mean, come on, man. Are you? Uh, I, you talk about lack of credibility. This is this is such a circus and and such a disgrace that if he does not get confirmed, I'll tell you, I don't know what's going to happen in this country, but it's going to be total chaos. Thank you, Ray, very much. Deb, um, just got word from Yaffe here, and it may well have come from you in the newsroom, that John Mina, the Orlando police chief, is about to hold a news conference. We'd like to take that live when it happens. Is that coming up momentarily in your view? Yeah, we were told it was about three minutes, so mm-hmm. I would say definitely within the time frame of my newscast, most likely Chief Mina will be taking the podium. And, and we're going to go for it live. Yaffe will throw the switch on that. We'll monitor it, but right now we'll... Uh, you know, we will launch into the bottom of the hour news update as Deb focuses beyond the breaking news locally on the latest on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. And there are more than 20 new Florida laws that are taking effect today and some you'll definitely want to hear about involving protecting our kids. Good morning, Orlando now at 830. Time to get you up to date on the news. We're waiting for Orlando Police Chief John Mina. In the meantime, Deb, what do we have on this situation downtown? Which is still fluid and ORMC remains on lockdown. This is all due to a man claiming to have a weapon, according to the Orlando Police Department. As reported in the Orlando Sentinel, OPD said crisis negotiators are on the scene. OPD tweeted, quote, the situation is contained but ongoing, end quote. Police are also asking people to stay away from the area. Orlando Health tweeted no one was injured. Now, in the Sentinel, a woman named Sandy said she was in the emergency room with her daughter when she heard someone say he had a gun. She said police asked to see his hands and then cleared the hallway. The situation is contained to the ER, but again, if you don't have to be anywhere even really near ORMC, South Orange Avenue, uh, that would be a good idea because along with the 15 OPD vehicles at Orange Avenue, which is blocking off Sturdivant Street. FBI agents are also on the scene, along with SWAT teams and canine units. This news brought to you by Tresco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. And, of course, we're waiting for any moment for Orlando Police Chief John Mina to give a press conference where he'll update us on the latest at the ORMC. The Arizona prosecutor who questioned Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh's accuser at a Senate hearing last week says no reasonable prosecutor would pursue the case. Maricopa County Prosecutor Rachel Mitchell wrote in a memo to Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee that Christine Blasey Ford did not present a a consistent account of the allegations against the Supreme Court nominee. A total of 21 new laws take effect in Florida today, including two designed to protect children. One makes it easier for authorities to catch people who access child porn. Previously, Internet service providers were able to let users know if they were the subject of a police investigation, but the new law requires ISPs to conceal that information for 180 days. Another new law makes it illegal to trespass on a school bus by defining a school bus as school property. Also among the new laws taking effect in Florida today is one to help first responders deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. Cops, firefighters, and paramedics see a lot of horrible things on the job. As a result, they suffer from higher rates of PTSD, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, even suicide. Senate Bill 376 tries to address that by expanding workers' and compensation And now we're going to go coverage. live to First uh, who witnessed the death of Orlando a minor Police Chief John Mina and his press conference.
Leaders began to talk to him. Uh, he made a lot of statements about how it's going to end right here today. He also made statements about being a suspect in some homicide. We're still trying to track that down. Uh, there were patients close by that needed care from the hospital, so a decision was made to approach the suspect. He made uh, movements consistent with pulling, reaching for a firearm, and he was shot and killed by three officers here. Uh, all the officers will be on paid administrative leave. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement will be investigating, and this case will be turned over to the state attorney's office. The suspect was not armed. Uh, so at this time, I'll take any questions. Well, we heard a short burst of, uh, of gunfire just a little while ago. Would that would that have been the moment that, that they had to make the decision that they made? Yes, that's correct. The gunfire that you heard was the officer. So no other people were injured in the, in the incident. Uh, hospital staff did a good job, their security, of containing uh, the subject who had claimed to be armed. And like I said, no other patients were injured during this matter. Uh, we're not releasing his information yet until next of kin is notified, uh, but he's a white man approximately 35 years of age. Yeah, we're still trying to track that down. Uh, we're not sure exactly what he was talking about. Uh, we were not immediately familiar with uh, the case he's talking about, but it involved someone close to him. Why was he here at the hospital in the first place again? So he was transported here from downtown Orlando with a medical condition. He didn't start making the statements until um, being here at the hospital. Apparently, I'm told he was calm for a little while, and then at some point told hospital staff that he had a gun and that he would shoot anyone who came near him. And then again, started making those statements um, about how it was going to end today, right here, right now. Um, what impact did patients being nearby have on how you had to handle this situation? Yeah, I think if uh, the patients nearby hadn't needed uh, care from the hospital right away, uh, we would have tried to talk him, uh, talk to him lo longer. And the crisis negotiators did um, try to get him to peacefully surrender, uh, which he did not. So that did uh, take it. We did take into effect that those those patients right near his room uh, needed care from the hospital. I'm not sure about that. But you said he was transported overnight from downtown Orlando. Still looking into all that. It was about an hour, I'm told. Uh, but again, uh, ORMC staff did a great job. Security was able to contain him right away, despite the fact that he uh, claimed to have a firearm, and uh, immediately notified the police, and we were able to take over. Where did the the majority of the situation happened? Was it in a room? Was it in a hallway? Was it in a waiting area? Uh, it was near a room. Yeah. Yeah, so the FBI came only because um, it was a hospital, and you know they were here in the area anyway, so they were just making sure that um, there was no nexus to anything else. It's a medical condition. Um, I'll let the hospital release that at some point. You do. Uh, the suspect was not armed. But I assume you do know who he is. You're just not releasing his 
That's correct. We have his name and date of birth. We're going to wait until we notify next to kin. Do you know if you've had interaction with him before? Is he known to you? Uh, I don't have that information right now. We'll, we'll certainly get that to you later today. You did say that he made a motion like he was about to pull out a gun, even though he apparently ended up not having it. Yeah, so... Um, during the, the negotiation, he was making movements consistent with uh, having a firearm and at times becoming aggressive, and then at some point uh, made moves very consistent with retrieving a firearm from within his waistband. What effect, what impact is the CSI investigation going to have as we go forward here on the ER, and what are you doing? How are you working with the hospital? So, uh, we've just told the hospital right now that um, uh, we're good where we're at. They can open up the emergency room. So, um, our investigation will not affect um, the emergency room whatsoever now. I think ORMC did a did a real good job. There's a person who was transported by ambulance into the hospital, uh, and he was fine for uh, several moments. Uh, once he did say that he was armed, uh, they did the right thing. They notified law enforcement, were able to contain the scene. So I think ORMC did a good job in that respect. Are patients screened? He was a patient, correct? Yeah. Are they screened as you go in? You have a metal detector at the door for people walking in, but anybody coming in in ambulance? You have to ask the hospital, but uh, I'm I'm almost positive that someone's coming in on a gurney would not go through um, some type of metal detector. Uh, can you talk to us about just in the hospital, um, where things go from here? I'd imagine that the crime scene investigators are going to have to be in there for a while. Uh, is, so is the ER going to be unlocked up for a while? Are they taking care of patients in front of the No, so we have told uh, the emergency room and RMC that um, they can they can go ahead, go ahead and open the emergency room. It's not going to affect our our investigation. Um, so yeah, operations are going to start uh, here very shortly and and be normal for now. Everybody good? We'll send out a complete update later in the day that'll include right. whatever information that we have that's available to update you with later in the day. Okay. All right, please. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Police Chief John Mina uh, in this press conference. Deb, we have this uh, this man in the emergency room, and, and, and the chief said, made a move consistent with, I'm going for a firearm, which he claimed to have but did not have, and they took him out. You know, we've seen this kind of thing before. The first thing I thought of right away was suicide by cop. Oh, absolutely. I want to end it here and now, and he knew how to do it. All he had to do is cl- make that claim, make the move, and the cops did what they needed to do in the words of the chief. And because of that, those three officers will, which is standard procedure, be on paid leave while FDLE takes over because it is an officer-involved shooting. What I thought was interesting was that if the man had given them just a little bit more time, crisis negotiators would have spoken with them longer. But because there were patients, obviously, they're in the emergency department, so they need immediate care. Uh, Chief Mina said they weren't able to allow that kind of time. They had, they had people there that could have been potential victims, and they had to act and act fast. Yeah, a set of circumstances really unique, and not, we haven't ever seen anything quite like that. No. And all of that involves in a setting like the emergency room of Orlando Regional Medical Center along South Orange Avenue. So that's the latest from Orlando Police Chief John Mina. And the good news is, well, there was no one else that was injured, and the hospital will be resuming operations shortly. So if you have friends or family that are in the hospital, hopefully soon you'll be able to make your way over there and visit with them.
Any other needs we need to have right now? We're kind of getting into a bit of a time crunch here. No, not at all. Yeah, thank you, Deb, very much. We'll stay on the story beyond our show all day long with uh, Deb and Alan Spector and the rest of the WFLA news team uh, to give you the very latest as we sort all of this out and come to know things that we can only speculate on at this point. So we continue, and uh, time permitting, if you've got something on your mind, about the breaking news, about the Kavanaugh situation, whatever it is, about the elections. Open Mind Monday till 9 o'clock. Don't miss your chance to sound off on the topic of your choice and have the Bud Man quietly keep an open mind. 407-916-5400. Join us. Our text line, 23680. All right, we've kept you up to date with the uh, MENA News Conference on the situation down at ORMC. A man who claimed to have a gun in the emergency room made a move, the chief says, looking like he was about to go for the gun, which he ultimately did not have, and the cops reacted, shot him, and he is dead. No one else hurt. They're opening up the emergency room again at ORMC. Situation apparently is resolved now. That's the latest. More coming all day long here. To the phones on uh, Open Mind Monday. I'm tight on time because of the breaking news. John in Titusville, thanks for calling. What's on your mind, John? Hey, good morning, bud. Um, I'm, I'm a little worried about how uh, Gillum, how does he go from the least polled of, of what it, it was four candidates on the Democratic side of primary to he goes to over 50% of the whole state? How does, how does that happen? Well, I don't know. You're not supposed to be asking me questions. You're supposed to be giving me answers. It's Open okay. Mind Monday. What do you think? Uh, I'd like to make two suggestions. Could you, don't, could you uh, set aside one segment per day to talk about the difference between Gillum and DeSantis. This guy is a communist, and please, please do not call him a democratic socialist. That's a made-up term to make socialist or communism plausible. And if anybody could tell me a meaningful difference between socialism and communism, uh, I'll give him a, 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 a cupcake or whatever. Uh, ne- next time uh, communist Ann from uh, Castleberg calls and ask her the difference. There is no difference. The guy is a communist. But he's got several bad things in, 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 that are going for him, and he it needs to come out. Uh, Dreammakers, which is an anti-police, ant, uh, open borders, uh, sanctuary city, he, they support him, and he uh, is openly is happy that they're supporting him. That needs to be all fleshed out. Please, every day, pound away from him. He should, this is a red state. How, how is he pulling more than DeSantis? We'll talk about it. He is up nine in the Quinnipiac poll right now. Um we have we have talked about it, and we've talked about how the Republicans, the Santis, and the party needs to pound, and I'm seeing some Republican Party spots that are doing this, pound home the cost of the policies that Gillum advocates. So we've been doing that, my friend, and we will do more of it. Text line incoming on this abbreviated edition because of breaking news of Open Mind Monday. Yaffe, what do you see? Yeah, one person says, if Andrew Gillum becomes the governor of Florida, you can kiss the state goodbye. So there you go. I still well, yeah, I'm telling you right now, unless something changes, pucker up. Because <laughs> because that, <laughs> because I, you know, I've got to tell you, he's led in every poll here, and it, it's incredible what people are buying into. And, 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 and I still think DeSantis is running a low-impact campaign, with all due respect to a terrific conservative which is kind of weird because his 
primary campaign was more high impact, it seemed like, and then he's kind of disappeared. He has to me anyway, and 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 he's not pounding hard on these issues. He doesn't. And, and Gillum is silver tongued. He's a great speaker. Yep. And and that that that's one of his great assets. His policies are just a disaster, as our caller suggested here. Anything else, Yeffy? Uh, yeah. Also on the text line, one person said, "Mark my words, someone else will come forward this week to accuse Kavanaugh of something else." I agree with that. You think this thing's going to be done on Friday? I don't think so, because it's not about ever having it done. It is about delay, 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 get it past the midterm. Democrats seize the Senate. Trump never gets a conservative on the court. That is exactly what's going on here. Another astute caller or texture in this case on um, Open Mind Monday. We'll be back at it tomorrow morning. My take and yours on the hottest topics out there. And we invite you to join us. Yaffe's on in prime time tonight from 8 until 10, taking your calls on Beyond Reason here on 93.1 WFLA and AM 540. See you tomorrow. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America.